What's up, everyone? You're listening to the From Anxious Stable podcast. It's your host, Michaela Z. You probably already know that, though, since you like clicked on the episode, but it feels like an obligation within podcasting to mention that. So, hey. Um, I also want to say thanks. I always like to say thank you to everybody who clicks and listens to these episodes because without you, you know, I'm just a crazy person talking to myself in a microphone. Um, and you're what makes it real. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, today I want to talk to you. It's just me, you guys, no interview today. And I really want to talk to you about social selling and I want to help anybody out there who is teetering on the edge of whether or not they should do social selling, really identify and get clarity on if social selling is for you. And if it is, is the company you're thinking about diving into the right company for you? Because that's an important question. So there, you might come out on the other side of this with a couple yeses or one no and one yes. You know, you might say, oh yes, social selling is for me, but no, the company that I was gonna dive into is not the right company for me. Um, so let's go, let's just get into it, why don't we? coming and you're listening to from anxious to able all right excuse me as I sip my coffee throughout this because I'm just like having a moment with you right now okay first off I feel like there are two major mistakes and they're kind of on the opposite sides of the spectrum that people make when they are considering social selling First, they look at everybody who's doing social selling that's successful and they automatically assume they can't do it. So that's that's the opposite side of the spectrum. Like they're thinking, um, no, this is impossible for me. That person looks really put together. They have all the perfect graphics and website and like their house is always clean and they just like have makeup on every day and like they're just, whoa, that's too much for me. I can't do it. That like my life is not put together like that. There's just no way for me to make a business of this because you're comparing yourself to the people who you see are successful in this. On the opposite side of that, we get really attached to people's success and maybe we think like, oh, I'm going to do this because that person did it and they're successful at it. Or I'm going to sell this product because that's what that person that I'm following or that I met or whatever is selling and is really successful at it. And then we kind of try to copy what they're doing and we end up disappointed because it's not working for us. Maybe we end up feeling even a little bit resentful or like start blaming other people because it's like, wait a second, I did everything you did or I did everything, you know, the way I saw you doing it and it didn't work for me. Like, I feel like I've been lied to. So here we, here we go. Okay. First off, you do not want to do what everybody else is doing. If you haven't heard that before, wow, shocker. (laughs) If everybody is wearing black on Wednesdays, you wear pink. If everybody goes right, you go left. You don't want to blend in. If you blend in, you're not going to grow your business. So if you see that there's 10 people who are growing their business like, you know, the exact same way with all white and pink and it's presets and it's this and it's that and it's beautiful and blah, 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 and you are comparing yourself to that 
and you're going, your pendulum's gonna swing one way or the other, you're gonna either say, oh no, that's not possible for me, I can't be successful at this business because I can't do what that person did or what those people are doing, or your pendulum's gonna go the other way where you're like now trying to replicate that and you're feeling disappointment and you're feeling, you know, resentment because you can't replicate that or because you're replicating that and it's not working for you. It's not going to work because you've just thrown yourself into the pile of the same old shit. And so both sides of the coin, you're comparing yourself to someone rather than looking at successful people and saying, how might that look for me? Okay, so that's a really important question. Instead of saying, can I replicate that? Can I do that? No, I can't. Yes, I can. Blah, blah, blah. It's looking at what people are doing and saying, how might I do what they are doing in a way that is actually in alignment with me and my lifestyle and what's real and true for who I am. Because if you just like jump out of the gate and now you're trying to copy, like let's say you're just like an app, you're, you're just like, like me, like an average person, right? You're just kind of messy. You maybe wash your hair a couple times a week. You leave your hair up in a messy bun. You don't wear makeup every day. You know, if you're a new mom, you've got spit up on your shirt. You have all of these things. And then you're looking at this successful person who just has their hair and makeup done every day. Like they're, you know, they're always wearing the cutest outfit. They have like, everything's just like perfect, presets, graphics, everything, right? And like straight out of the gate, you try to start replicating that you're going to lose trust with all of the audience, whether it be just close friends and family, or if you have an audience on social media, you're going to immediately lose trust because they're going to be like, who the heck are you? Like, who the heck are you? Right? So all of this, all these relationships that you've been cultivating naturally being true to who you are and, you know, just living your everyday life. And then all of a sudden you switch the switch and you're like a whole different person. That's why you're, you're not being successful. Those put together people have been put together, you know, like that's how they are. That's natural to them. They're naturally organized. They're like, they, you know, they, they, or they've worked really hard at it and they have built trust doing that over the years. A lot of people who have a large followings on Instagram and, or, you know, whatever platform, and they have like a very aesthetically pleasing platform have worked really hard for that. They look at it as a job. They take it seriously and they have been doing that consistently to a point where they have built trust with their audience and their audience knows what to expect from them every single day. So if you just wake up and decide to try to be that, do you get what I'm saying here? Like people are going to be thrown off by that and it's gonna take you time to build trust in that and in that time, can you actually be that consistently every day if it's not really true to who you are? And if, you know, like if it is burning you out, if it is like, you know, feeling like you're pretending to be something you are not, then that's, that's obviously not going to work. That's obviously going to leave you in resentment. It's going to leave you in burnout. It's going to leave you, you know, feeling like, um, you know, disappointed or whatever. There's so many feelings that we could feel from that. The one good thing about it is that you can say at least you tried. On the other side of that pendulum swing is that like you don't even try because you're just like, that just definitely isn't me, right? So the question is, instead of asking yourself, can I be that? It's how could I be successful at this? Doing what I really love to do, being who I really am, and not compromising. Maybe you are growing on a personal level and you're taking people on that growth with you, but you're not compromising who you truly are on a day-to-day basis, okay? So that was what I had to do when I first started my Young Living business because I was looking 
you know, I had to find people. Basically, I had to like really dive into and broaden my horizon. That's another thing that I really suggest is that like once, so if let's say you, let's say that you, you know, find, you see a couple of people that are successful at a business or company that you're thinking about doing and, and the image of what they're projecting is not in alignment with, you know, who you are, then ask the question of like, how might this align with me? How could I show up? How could I do this business? How, how might I be successful at this? Like start asking your question, like how questions to get yourself thinking. And then once you start really diving in, what would this look like for me? Then start looking, like broaden your horizons, open up your perspective a little bit and start looking at more people that are successful, you know, and maybe in even different companies or in the same company that are a little bit more in alignment with your, values. Maybe, you know, find the people, if you're a little bit messy, like me, like I'm more messy and multi-passionate. Like I said, like my hair, you know, is not brushed. And like, you know, at any given time when I first started, I would have like spit up on my clothes and no makeup on. And, you know, maybe wearing my pajamas still, you know, throughout the entire day. Like that's just what I was living through as a new mom. And I had to lean into that in order for me to find success in my business. If I tried to fight that and then also build a full-time business, that just wasn't going to work. So instead I decided to use that to lean into that as a method up to my madness as my magic, right? I leaned into that. I said, hey, I'm a mess, but here I am and I'm building this business and I'm learning, I'm working through my money mindset and I'm learning about my health and I'm doing that alongside of being a new mom and it doesn't look pretty, but it's working. And you can do it too. I made it look approachable to people like me, whether they were new moms or maybe like young entrepreneurs, multi-passionates that were a little bit more messy and unorganized and like, you know, like creatives that didn't really have like all of their shit together. I made it approachable for them to do this business. But because, because before there were only all of these like perfect profiles, right? And, you know, and I'm sure there were people doing it, you know, messy and imperfect, but I didn't, I, I didn't have a really great, um, image of that. And I didn't, I didn't have like a really great example of that at the time. I've since met many people in our company who are, you know, really doing it like that. And that's not to say it's right or wrong. It's just, it opened up a new door and that's what you want to do in this business, you want to find a way to open up a new door. So instead of trying to fit into the box that everybody is in, look at what's missing here and what might be I be able to bring to the table. What was missing for me was that messiness, was that um, like that f- breath of fresh air, like that sigh of relief that, whew, okay, I don't need to look, act, or think perfectly every single day in order to be successful at this business. I can show up with spit up in my hair, no makeup on, and pajamas, and still rock the shit out of this business. And in, in me doing that, I opened up a door for other people to be able to see me building this business and say, oh, I can do that, right? I can't do this. Like I can't do this perfect graphics, perfect website, perfect presets, perfect family, perfect clean house. Like I can't do that, but I can do this. And if this person can be successful also, there might be a space for me here as well. So look at your company, look at the people that you see that are successful and like start thinking what's missing here. What I, what might I be able to bring to the table? Can I bring something new to the table here? And you'll be surprised by that. Like 
don't fool yourself into thinking that every little, you know, every little niche is taken. Okay. There is always something, like I said, there's lots of people who are building their business in a messy way within my company, but there is still something unique and different about what I do. And I'm always asking myself how I might be able to make it a little bit more unique. And I'm always learning and I'm always like trying new things. And, you know, if I started like comparing myself to every single person and being like, oh, well, this part of my story, this person's already saying, and this part of my story, this person's already saying, and no, like that is just a lot of bullshit, okay? (laughs) Like your story is unique and it's really important that you, you know, understand that. And it's really important to understand that no one's gonna tell your story like you can tell your story and no one's going to build something like you can build it. Everybody has such a unique special thing about them because everybody has had completely, utterly different experiences um, becoming who they are in this moment. And nobody can replicate that. We might have all had similar feelings, which is a good thing because when you've had similar feelings, you can speak into those emotions and you can you can back up those emotions by your personal experience. But we have all had very, very different experiences and no one has had the exact same life as you, which makes you different and unique. And then when you can start getting comfortable and sharing that and showing up in that, people are going to gravitate towards that. Mostly just because it's authentic, right? Okay, so that's a big question you ask is like, how might this how might this fit for me? How might I be successful at this? And what is something I might be able to bring to the table that is different and unique? Now I'm just gonna pause right here and let you guys know that if you're not really sure what that is, you need to join your Secret Sauce Academy. Your Secret Sauce Academy is my six week long program for people who are messy and multi-passionate in social selling that helps you really identify what your out of value is, what is your story, who are you meant to serve, and how you might be able to attract them so that you're not just building your business, but you're also building a community of people that's really in alignment with who you are. And that's so important. When you're building your business, you want it to be integral because if you start building something based on who you think you should be or who you think you need to be in order to be successful, it's gonna get exhausting, you're gonna burn out, like I said before, you're going to end up, you know, feeling resentful. And you're also, it's really hard to maintain that as you're growing and growing and the responsibility grows. It is so hard to maintain a business and also maintain this image that isn't really in alignment with who you are. So that's not to say you can't, like I said, it's not to say that you can't work towards being a better, you know, person or a better version of you but trying to step into somebody that really is does not feel authentic to you that's a completely different story right and it is exhausting so it's really important to know that this business can be done in a way that isn't perfect and that is in alignment with your lifestyle so this comes to the company itself, right? Does the company itself align with your values? Okay. When you are thinking about doing a business or thinking about doing a social selling business, the first question you need to ask is, does the product fit my lifestyle? Does the product fit the lifestyle I want to live, right? Because that goes back into you know, personal growth and learning and taking people on the journey with you as you're learning how to use this product or learning how to incorporate this product. You know, maybe it's that you're really committed to losing, you know, 30 pounds or 
you're really committed to taking your health and wellness seriously, or you're really committed to just coming back to mother nature, coming back to, you know, plant magic and come back, coming back to the earth and teaching your kids how to come back to the earth and, um, work, work, you know, better with the earth. You need to decide like, what are your priorities in life? And do these products fit your priorities? Because here's the thing, the reason I'm so successful in Young Living is because Young Living fits my lifestyle. I use their products every single day. I truly love their products. I would use them whether or not I was making money off them. And I have proof of that because I used them for 10 years before I ever even knew that they had like, that it was an MLM, right? So their products are fully integrated into my life but they're integrated in a way bigger way than they were when I was originally using them. Because when I first started doing the business, I had just found out I was pregnant with my first son, who's now three and a half. And I wanted to like really find my way back to a, to, to health and wellness because it was always a priority for me, but because of financial reasons, I had kind of let it go. And I really wanted to teach my children, you know, how to like, take care of their bodies. And Young Living played a huge role in that. And so it was first, it fit the lifestyle I wanted to live. And it was something that I could take people on the journey with me as I was learning and growing and like incorporating different things into my life. So that ha- that's the question that you ask with the product that you're thinking about selling is like, do these products like fit into my lifestyle with the way I live already now? Or do they fit in the lifestyle that I would like to live? Um, you know, like there's a lots of different products that could fit into your lifestyle, depending on like where you want to go in the future. Like, does this fit and will you actually incorporate it in? That's a super, you know, that's a commitment you have to make is like, for me, when I started, it was like, okay, I'm committed to purchasing a certain amount of young living products every single month and really utilizing them, learning about them, sharing about them and like really incorporating them into my life. Because I know that I'm not going to get excited about sharing about these products if I'm not having breakthroughs myself and I'm not going to have breakthroughs if I'm not using the product. So, so I think a huge mistake that people make is that they start doing a business based, based off of the financial possibility. Um, and oh my gosh, you guys, just like if you are in social selling, please do not lead with just the financial possibility. Like I'm a huge advocate of talking about the business. I talk about the business of Young Living all the time. I love the business. It's like probably the thing I'm most passionate about because I just love the business model of social selling. But If you are just in people's inboxes and you're like, hey, this new company opened and like you could be like the first one in the door and you know, you could make this much money in the first week and you can make these bonuses and you can make that and you can make this and you never once mention what the product is, that is a problem. And that is why people end up having really, really nasty tastes in their mouth when it comes to MLMs because they're being sold the opportunity of making money. And that is a pyramid scheme. And it's technically illegal to have, it's technically illegal to um, have pyramid schemes in the US now, but people still get period, uh, period schemey, (laughs) pyramid, (laughs) pyramid schemey. Is that a word? They still do with it because they jump into a company because of the promises of money and they completely like just detach themselves from the product itself. Whether it be, it could even be a good product. You don't know because they didn't mention it, right? So don't do that. Make sure that the company that you're getting into, the product is a good sustainable 
product, okay? Make sure it is a product that you will actually utilize in your life, whether it be because it fits your lifestyle now or because it fits the lifestyle you would like to be living and that you're committed to living, okay? Another question you wanna ask is, is the product consumable? This is a really important question because if you get into a company where the product is a one-time shop type of thing, like, which is great, right? I love products that you only have to buy once and then it's like for, works forever. That's how the Aries Tech Life Tune device is. But I probably wouldn't be part of Aries Tech if it was a MLM or network marketing company because it's not an opportunity to create residual income. I love it as an affiliate program. It makes sense. I love getting EMF protection into people's home, but it's not something I would do for residual income. It's something I do for bonus income and because I just really align with the product, right? Young Living is a consumable product and there's lots of other network marketing companies that create consumable products. The reason that this is important is because if people only have to buy it one time, this means that you're gonna forever and ever have to be enrolling new people and selling the product to new, new people rather than selling the product to the same people over and over again. Because if you really educate people about essential oils or about supplements or about you know these things that are consumable that will, and by consumable I mean things that will you'll have to get replaced over time, right? Things that you will use daily or you'll use ever so often and you'll need them ever so often. Um, consumable products are so important for MLM companies because if you wanna create residual income, you have to get to a place where people can want to and are continuing purchasing on a month to month, month basis, okay? So that's a really important, you know, question is, is it consumable? And is it something people will really want to purchase on a month to month basis? For me, Young Living is such a good fit because there's so many different product lines. Like they have the whole supplement line, which is consumable. They have the Ningxia line, which I use, I drink daily and I get it monthly. Um, you know, it's their antioxidant. They have the Thieves Cleaner, which you need replaced every so often. You have the essential oils, which if you're using them daily like I am for emotional support, sleep support, you know, in your diffuser just to make the house like a vibe. Like there's so many different things that you can use them for on a daily basis that will require you to get more later on. So this company for me is like, incredible when it comes to having a good consumable product that people want to purchase on a monthly basis that will allow for me to create residual income. Okay, so that's an important question. Does the company that you're thinking about representing have a product that people will continue coming back for? Because there are some really great products out there um, or great companies out there that you know I've been approached about or whatever. And I'm like, that's all fine and dandy, but like your water system is a one-time purchase. Not only is it a really, really hard sell because you're like basically having to sell it to a market, like a very particular percentage of people who are willing to drop a couple thousand dollars on a water system or whatever, but like also they only buy it one time and then they never buy it again. So for me, that's not a good fit for residual income. That doesn't mean that you might not do something like that for just extra income. Um, another, you know, really good question to ask is, does the company's, is the company like purpose first? Okay. Do they push people to do the business? Is it a must to do the business in order to, to get the product? Because, mm, don't love that, right? Don't love that. I do not, I, I would not want to, 
talk about Young Living just with the sole intent of someone doing the business. I would give my friend a stress away oil whether I was interested in them doing the business with me or not because I know the benefits of stress away, right? Like I wouldn't like that I wouldn't be able to gift people or like give the gift of these oils to people or to educate people without the like, um, without the need to do the business, right? So that's really important. And that's something that, um, you know, Young Living has really shifted over time and they've shifted their dialogue a lot and they've shifted their website a lot to really reflect that because it's always been that way, but they're, they're, um, their vo- like the vocabulary they, they were using didn't seem like that. And so they've really shifted that in a way where it's very distinct, whether you are a customer or a brand partner, you're not pushed to become a brand partner. It's really easy to become a brand partner at any point in time, but people easily and, you know, most, I would say a very large majority of people are just consumers. They're just customers and they just order product on a, on a monthly basis. And then over time they might decide like, Oh, Hey, my grandma and my aunt and my sister, like I've been talking to them about this product forever and they want to get some, I might as well buy my brand partner package, which is only 29 bucks and like be able to start qualifying for commissions. That just makes sense for me. Right? So that's an important Um, question as well is like, are they purpose? Like for me, it's like their purpose over profit. I think they even say that sometimes. Um, They're more concerned about people having access to these plants, having access to these modality, these tools. I have to be careful what I say. Um, There's so many, that's one big thing you'll find in, in any big MLM company or any big health and wellness company is like, there's a lot of compliancy issues with the FDA. Literally anything that is natural of any kind, you can't say cures, prevents health, or yeah, cures, prevents all the things. What's the other one? Cures, prevents, treats. Yeah. Um, any diseases, anything that there's a prescription for, you can't say anything natural, um, you know, helps with that. So anyway, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, they're, they're way, I mean, and I've, I've seen it when I go to the farms, when I talk to like, they're so purpose over profit and I love that so much. Um, and th- so that's a really important question is like, are they pushing the business? And that's like when people are in your inboxes, like pushing the business without even mentioning the product, that's an issue. That's an issue. The product should always be the leading factor in the company. And that's why it's really important that the product fits your lifestyle because you can't just sell the promise of money. That's not going to work because eventually you're going to get, eventually that's going to turn on its head. <laughs> um, So does the company have, like, is there a real purpose behind this product? Does it matter to get people, like, why does it matter? And, and this is up to you, right? Young Living works for me and I'm using that as an example because that's the company that I represent. It might not work for you. That might not be like in alignment with your lifestyle at all. For me, it's totally in alignment. It's a little bougie. It's hippie. It's like, you know, like, for me, I'm like all about just kind of coming back to nature as plant-based as possible, as natural as possible, but also high quality products, no herbicides, pesticides ever sprayed on the plants. Like these, these are the things that are like totally my cup of tea. They align with me. They're good shit, right? And I'm willing to spend good money on that kind of stuff, even if I don't have a lot of money, right? Um, I'm, I'm willing to spend a reasonable amount of money on those things. 
And so it just makes sense for me. You have to ask yourself with the company that, and like, this is only, like, these are only things that you can answer for yourself. And that's why I ask people when they come into the business with me, whether they're coming into YSSA, which is my social selling course, which is open to anybody in any organization selling any product, um, which by the way, if you're listening to this, you have like a very, very tiny little window. Like literally, if you're listening to this today is the last day you can join June 20th um, for the summer session. You can buy the course at any time. You just won't be able to join the summer session until um, the you know, the next season or the live sessions until next season. But anyway, the first question that I ask when people come into YSSA or when they join me to start doing, um, you know, the young living business is like, Hey, let's just make sure this is like, make sure you're not looking at my success or at someone's success and like say, and, and going in, like trying to replicate that. Um, or doing it just because they're successful. So now you think you can be successful without actually looking at it logistically of like, does this fit? How could it fit? You know, why does it fit? Because it all comes down to belief system. If you believe it will work for you, if you believe it fits for you, if you have a belief in the product and the purpose and like what it could do for people, that is all that matters. Whether I believe it or not, it doesn't matter when it comes to your business. It, it matters what you believe about it, right? So there might be a product like shampoo that comes, you know, shampoo company that comes in and like, they're like trying to sell me some shampoo. And I'm like, I could care less about shampoo because like, that's not a priority for me. But then you might be like, dude, my hair is a shit show. I need some good quality shampoo. This is a life changer for me. It gives me so much confidence, like blah, blah, blah. And then you're talking from that space. Fuck yeah. Right. And you're going to, you're going to attract those types of people that have always had issues with their hair and that have always, you know, so for me, that doesn't work because that's just not something I care about. Some, but for other people, it might work if it's something you care about and you're coming from a space of belief about it. So that's why I say, I can't decide for you whether this is for you or not. Um, you have to really decide the company that you're looking at or the products you're looking at selling, does it align and will it align with your audience and the types of people you'll be talking to? So that's kind of like a deeper level of that conversation is like, who are the people in my life? Who are the people I would like to have in my life? That's another thing, okay? Just because, like, you might say, well, I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of family. I didn't really have, like, a whole lot of friends when I first started this. Now I have plenty of friends. I have amazing friends. And the reason is is because I started my business totally in alignment with who I really wanted to be and really being authentic in that and really leaning into my mess and letting it be okay that I was imperfect and all of these things. And then I started attracting people like that. And and all of a sudden I became this person who's alone and misunderstood and quacky and socially awkward and like special, right? And I'm no longer special. There's plenty of people like that in the world. There are so many people who are messy and multi-passionate and, and kind of have always felt misunderstood and have always felt they've never really had true friends. And like all of these people are being attracted to the space and making friends with each other and, you know, and like growing together. And it's a beautiful thing. But the only reason that was able to happen is because I believed in it. And I really leaned into that belief. So you really have to decide, do you believe in it? And do you believe in where this could go? And really ask yourself, you know, what kind of people do I have in my life now? Are those the types, like, that's a really good question too, is like, are the people in my life now the types of people that I would want to be working with? Like, do I enjoy the people I'm around? What, if not, why? If not, you have to really ask yourself, why is this, like, why am I not surrounded by the people that I really want to be surrounded by? 
And who are the people that I really want to be surrounded by? And have I been living truly and authentically to who I am to attract those people that I want to be surrounded by? I had to ask myself that question. I spent so much of my life just trying to shape shift and make everybody comfortable all the time. That's a gift that I have. Like that's something that I just have always done is like, I could just walk into a room and just kind of be who I needed to be to like not cause a huge scene and just kind of make people feel comfortable. I could really talk about anything. And a part of me related to that conversation, but then all these other aspects of me were shut, shut off and shut down. And so no one really got the opportunity to meet me truly and fully for who I am, which meant there was no opportunity for me to attract people that I felt truly and fully understood by because I was never being truly and fully myself. And social selling is this opportunity for you to like to hang your flag. It's, it's, it's your business. You don't have to live into the person who enrolled you business. You don't have to live into the 10 people that you saw successful at this, the way that they do it. You don't have to live into their expectations. You don't have to live into anybody's expectations. This is the beauty of this business. You can learn from all the people around you. You can learn from the person who enrolled you. You can learn from your leaders and all the things, but you get to do it your way. This is your business. As soon as you enroll, you're the CEO of your business. You're the top, you're the top dog and you get to decide how it's going to look and how it's going to feel. So social selling for me was this opportunity to just say, hey, this is who I am. I'm messy. I'm imperfect. I, you know, you know, I, I, I don't have like s- strong, like, um, religious beliefs. I'm kind of like open and I want people to feel welcome with whatever belief system they have. And I'm, you know, like, and I want to be able to hold that space for people to, uh, you know, just accept each other for who they are with our different past experiences and our different stories and our different belief systems. Like I want to provide a space where all are welcome as long as they allow for people to be who they are and all are welcome with the sole foundation of, I want to be better than I am yesterday, that I was yesterday. And I'm here to like grow on a personal level. I'm here to create a new relationship with my health, create a new relationship with my, um, you know, spiritual self. Like there was a, a, there's so much more to what we do with the moon babes, which is my young living community that, you know, it was my community that I built or that I, that I named, right. I felt like the people who came really built it because it would have just be me otherwise. But like, There's so much more than just selling essential oils. This is an opportunity or selling the product that you're selling. This is an opportunity for you to cultivate something that is really true to who you are and to start attracting people that are really in alignment with who you are and what you love and be working with people that you really love. Um, So you have to like really look at how could that look and if the people aren't in your life like that already, then like it's up to you to start living into that to attract those people and to start building trust with those people and to start giving those people permission to come out of the closet about whatever it is, right? I bet you they're like, that's, that's such a huge thing. If you're feeling misunderstood and you can recognize that the reason you're feeling misunderstood is because you haven't been fully, truly authentic about who you are and given anybody the opportunity to see that and even decide if they want to be a part of that. You have to understand that there's also so many people out there who have not had the opportunity to do that either and who are waiting for someone like you and someone like me to say, hey, here I am, here's the door, you're not the only one, come on through, you know, let's be messy together, let's take messy action together, let's build this shit together, right? They've been waiting for someone to do that and you can be that person to do that, to like say, oh, here I am. And yes, will it be hard at times? Yes, that's another question you have to ask. Coming to the next question, coming to the next thought. Are you ready to get uncomfortable? 
Well, let's just, no, let's scratch that. You're never going to be ready to get uncomfortable. Are you ready to start before you're ready to get uncomfortable? Like, are you ready to make mistakes and to learn from them? Are you ready to push through and keep showing up through the hard? This comes to like the conversation we had with Annie last week. It's like, are you ready for that? Because this is not an easy business. It can be so fucking simple as soon as you decide to really do it, like you really make the choice to just fucking do it, no matter how hard it gets. When you make that choice to keep showing up and to keep learning and to keep, you know, working through the hard, it is it is quite simple. Like when you can just be like, okay, when you really grasp the the understanding that Every successful person on the planet, unless they had literally their money handed to them from birth, every person who has worked for what they have, any successful person will tell you that the key to success is being willing to look stupid, being willing to make mistakes, being willing to be disliked by people and keep moving forward. The reason that such a small percentage of people are successful in network marketing or MLMs or anything on the planet, like people like to tell the story like, oh my God, This business is such a pyramid scheme because only a small percentage of people actually make any money and blah, blah, blah. Only a small percentage of people on the planet make money because only a small percentage like make substantial amount of money because only a small percentage of people are willing to do the hard things, are willing to get uncomfortable, are willing to have the feeling of disappointment and failure and make mistakes and keep showing up towards the vision. And I really need you to get this. This is the most important question. I think I already said that there were other questions was the most important question, but let's, nah, this is the most important question out of all of it. No matter what you're gonna do in life, you have to decide you're ready to keep moving forward. Even when the depression kicks in, when the anxiety kicks in, when hard things start happening with your family, when no one's supporting you, when blah, 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 blah is happening and you have a million excuses and a million good reasons, even if there are a million good reasons. Guys, there's so many good reasons. So many good reasons to just say, fuck everything, fuck everyone. I mean, gas prices, we got food prices, inflation, economy, blah, 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 blah. There's so many good reasons to just be like, nah, fuck this, fuck this. I'm just gonna like live off government pay. I'm just gonna like work my nine to five and I'm just gonna like lay low. There are so many, guys, I mean, I've had lots of eye-to-eye conversations with myself in the mirror of like talking my way through, um, you know, just feeling like, oh my God, like, geez, are we just getting like all the odds are pushed against us. You have to decide that you are ready to rise above all the odds against you because there will always be odds against you. Always. So when you can expect it, Life is just a whole lot easier. When you just expect it as part of your success story, like when you just lean into, oh, okay, this is what everybody who's successful told me about. And instead of me trying to reach success without experiencing disappointment or reach success without experiencing failure or reach success without like experiencing mistakes, I'm gonna actually go, A, B, C, D, instead of trying to go from A to D and then like you got this like lava in between that you didn't know about. Like that's the lava. Like when when you know about the lava, it's like, oh, okay. I knew this was coming. I'm prepared for this. Like everybody has warned me from from this and I just need to lean in and stop 
acting like I'm somehow going to get around it and then be disappointed when I'm unable. And this is also the beauty of doing this business messy and letting people kind of like dropping that fourth wall behind how you're doing it and what it's looking like and like the, you know, the moments of failure and the moments of mistakes and the moments that you're lost in anxiety and lost in fear and you're, you know, you're feeling like, oh, like the, my first episode on this season, if you haven't listened to that, I really like let you guys in on like, hey, I'm making more money than I've ever made in my life and I'm still struggling with survival because this is a huge programming. And like the reason I say those things is because it's not an easy thing for me to talk about you guys. The reason that I've chosen to do that is because I know that when people get to those points of success and then they experience those things, they're going to be resentful. They're going to feel like they're the only ones and they're going to feel like, oh, well, this must just not be for me. I must not just be the right person. I must not be the right kind of person for this. You know, I don't know why all these other people were able to, you know, be successful and not experience this. I don't know why I'm experiencing this. Everybody who's successful is experiencing these things. Only a small percentage of people are sharing that with you. But everybody is experiencing these things and you have to be willing to experience these things in order to get to success. So when you just lean in and you just know it's coming, it's going to be a lot less abrasive when some shit hits the fan, when someone comments about you working for an MLM, when someone, you know, anything, when you lose rank or when your paycheck goes down or when you don't get the enrollment or when you, when you thought you were going to get it, when someone says no, when you thought they were going to say yes, like when those things happen, you can keep moving forward because you expected it. You prepared for it. You knew it was part of the journey. And you didn't fall for this story that it was going to be easy. Because when you get to the other side of it, when you get to the other side of all the hard that it's going to take you to be successful at anything, including social selling, you are going to have so much to give to this world. You're going to be able to hold the hands of people and to look at people in the eyes and say, hey, I know you're feeling low. I know you're feeling sad. I know you're feeling disappointed. I know you're feeling anxious. I know you're feeling like you're the only one who's ever failed at this thing. But hey, look, I failed at this and this and this and this. You are not the only one. You can make it to the other side because I did. And that's why I keep showing up. That's why I keep doing this even on on days that I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this anymore. The responsibility is so hard. The responsibility is so heavy. Like I thought it was going to be easy when I got to this point, you know, whatever it is, I keep showing up so that I can still have something to give, not just to you guys, but to my children so that I can look at my children in the eyes and when they're having a hard time and when they're feeling like quitting and when they have you know tried 10 times and it hasn't worked, I can say, try 11th time, try a 12th time, keep trying, you will do it, you will get to the other side and when you do, you will be so much stronger for it. So yes, I would say this is the most important question to ask. This is the most important question, is am I ready to do the hard work? Am I ready to do the personal growth that's going to require for me to be the best version of myself and to carry that onward and to open up doors for others? This is a big responsibility. I know you're like, what? This is just social selling. No, that's not how I look at it. And that's not how, that's not the, that's not the, um, that's not how I present it to people. This is how I present it to people. This is a transformational life work. And that is why it's important that all these people 
that all these things fit together, that the product fits for you, that the company is a good fit for you, that the lifestyle, you know, all of these things. And then the community, right? I don't know if I mentioned that, but the community is really important. And this is a this is an important question because I think this is also one of those things where you're like, mm, none of these people really align with me. There's no community I really fit the box in. Don't sell yourself short. I don't know if that's the right phrase. Like, don't let, don't, don't let this dialogue of like that person doesn't speak like me, act like me, talk like me. So like, there's nothing for me to gain from them. Even the 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 when I said before, like when you're comparing yourself to these these um, you know influencers or like ever that you feel like you're not gonna be able to keep up with or you're trying to keep up with and it isn't working. There's still something to learn from the, these people. Like it's, the question is like, how can you take what they're doing and make it fit for you? This is the same with the co- different communities that people build um, within network marketing, social selling. If there's not a community that totally jives with you, it doesn't mean that you don't have something to gain from them. And it doesn't mean you should just like completely cut off from them. There are so many communities within our upline, like our organization, our leaders all have different, different um communities and they're all very, very different. And they all have a completely different personality, a completely different vibe, a completely different brand. And I try to tap into all of them. I try to give back to all of them. I try to show my face in all of them so that my team understands the power of working together and the power of learning from people, even when they don't look like, talk like, act like, use the same colors as you. <laughs> right? This is a huge, huge, huge thing to learn because we sell ourselves short. We put roadblocks in our way when we decide to not listen to somebody. Like you might even be like listening to me right now. And I've said something 30 minutes ago that like just threw you off. And now you're just kind of listening, but you're not really listening to what I'm saying. That is our brains getting in the way of us growing. This is something that I always say in your secret sauce Academy in every single you know, um, live coaching session that we do, I say, come curious, you guys be curious. I might say something that annoys you, offends you, whatever, but you paid for this. You've given your time to this, get whatever you can possibly get, squeeze it dry of value, turn it into whatever you need to turn it into to make it work for you. Whether it be that you took information and you said, that's bullshit, right? That still works for you. You can still say, okay, I'm putting that in the bullshit category. I'm not going to address that. Or I'm, I'm not going to, um, utilize that, or I'm going to do this in a different way, or that doesn't align with me. I'm going to do it this way. You can utilize every piece of information and everything that somebody is doing in a powerful way. That's your, that's a, that's an opportunity that you have. And that's something that not very many people understand. And I think so many people just shut off and they detach themselves from other communities because it doesn't align with them and their beliefs don't align or whatever. And I'm not saying you need to push yourself to you know, like push yourself to be part of something that is like toxic for you. You understand what I'm saying though, right? That just because something doesn't look like, taste like, feel like, whatever, tastes like, <laughs> um, doesn't mean that you can't benefit and that, and that you can't contribute, right? So I did that for a while. I'm going to be fully honest. I kind of detached myself completely from all these other communities and all these other leaders because I was like, uh, I'm going to do things my own way. And then I realized like, I don't like that. I don't like that I did that. And I know that these people are successful for a reason. And then there are things that I can learn from them. And in return, there are things I can give to them. Um, 
So yeah, that's another important thing is like, maybe there's not a community. It's like, it's like, okay, how might you be able, like, are the communities something you might dive with or how might you be able to, um, you know, contribute to the community or work with the community? Or is there a, a missing piece with the community aspect that you might be able to bring to the table, either starting your own or bring, just bringing it in, bringing an aspect of something into a community, like, you know, talking with different team leaders and saying, Hey, I would love to be, this is so powerful. You guys, I just fucking love when this happens. And this is why I do this for my own leaders is because as I grew, I realized that every single time someone comes along and then just detaches themselves, starts building their own community. Then it's like, if they decide to leave and bail, which often people will do because things get uncomfortable or hard or whatever, then all of these people that they've taken and they've detached from all these upline groups and all of these different communities now have nowhere to go. They don't know. They're lost little puppies. They have nowhere to go. They don't know how to connect with anyone because that person like detached you know, like they detach from everything. So that's something that I always try to do. I always try to connect all of our new members to all of our upline groups, even if they're a little bit, you know, different. Like, and I'll explain like, hey, this person is like really awesome for like beauty tips and aesthetically pleasing. This person is like, you know, like just like a truth speaker that, you know, there's so, I'll just kind of like give a little bit of like, feedback on or a little bit of story behind each leader and why it might be beneficial. Because here's the thing, you're going to have people that come into your business that aren't in full alignment with you. And when you've created relationships with your leaders and you've shown your face in other groups and in other spaces, you have that to give to them. Like, hey, you're a little bit more introverted than I am. Like you should be in this group too, because she is like awesome at helping people who are introverted. You know, that gives you, I mean, that is only going to work in your favor and in everybody's favor. So that is a huge thing, guys. You might be able to fit uh, fill a niche within a community. I love, what I was saying is that I love when people come along and they're like, hey, instead of like starting their own like off group, they really align with what I've created and they see a missing piece and they're like, hey, can I bring this to the table? Can I start teaching this class? Can I start doing a movement class this day a week? This is why we have a calendar that is full every single month of different workshops and classes and different things that people can count on within the Moon Babe space because we have different leaders who've come to the table and said, hey, I have something I can fit here. I have something that I can bring to the table here rather than going and starting. And it's only going to be in your favor to do that because now it's like, instead of it being solely responsible on you to teach every single class, to be there every single day, it's like, oh, I'll be here this day and you be here this day and you be here this day. And then we have this consistent flow going where the energy is never ending, but you're not having to show up every single day of the week. So that is my biggest, biggest tip for you guys. It's a mistake that I made at the beginning and I kind of had to fix it along the way and like reintegrate myself back in everywhere. Don't detach yourself, even if it's not in full alignment. Find a way, um, unless it's extremely toxic, right? Unless they're treating you badly, find a way to integrate yourself in and show your face and like offer to partake or whatever. And then, you know, even if you are creating your own community, keep keep it all together. Don't detach. I mean, that is because that's a, that's the beautiful thing is like, yes, you're the CEO. You have this ability to create your own business from scratch really. But like, you also have this incredible opportunity to not like have to be like, not this incredible opportunity where like not all the burden needs to be on you. You already have people who've been doing this. They've already created systems. They're already, you know, 
you know, um, showing up every day as well. And there's just no need for you to take that. I mean, I learned that with like all the graphics and all these things that I was like thinking I need to make them all the perfect colors for the, the moon babes and like blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this is all just taking away from what I'm really good at, which is cultivating community and business mentorships and like things that, you know, like just like I really thrive in. And, um, Something Josh Bruni said, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, the EMF episode, Josh Bruni is the chief revenue officer of Aries Tech, and he was talking about this, about how like it's so much better to use your t- time to develop your your um, skills rather than to develop your faults or like the things you're not good at. It's like way better for you and everyone to, d- to like spend your time developing the things you are good at and getting better at those things rather than spending your time doing the things you're not good at. And in, and in social selling, that's the beauty of this business is that there's already people who are doing those types of things that you can lean into. So instead of like making all my own graphics all the time, I can lean into these different people, different leaders that have already doing that. They're paying someone to do that because they're a high enough rank to be able to pay good money for something like that. And there's no need for me to recreate the wheel. That's just like, I, I did that for so long and I wasted so much time. So if you are listening to this and you maybe have already started or you have your own community or like, and like I, I'm, I just, I just suggest unless it really comes naturally to you, and that's something you are really good at and you really love that all of that is a lot of wasted time when you could be really honing in. Like what is what and we really dive into this in your secret sauce academy and figuring out what are your like what are your true, you know, gifts and like what is it that you really should be leaning into and how might you be able to utilize other tools and resources to, you know, kind of get the things that you require, maybe you know, without spending a whole lot of money. And like, there's all different things that we speak about, but, um, which by the way, you should go check it out. Courses.yoursecretsauceacademy.com. I want you there. If you're listening to this, if you've literally made it this far, like you belong in the course, you belong in the, the academy. It's an amazing academy. It's once you're a part of it, you're a part of a YSSA society forever. You get to keep coming to our live sessions. It also opens up the ability to come to our live code or our live retreats, which you only get access to if you've taken your secret sauce Academy. So six week long Academy, it starts June 20th and rolls until August 6th. Um, go to courses.yoursecretsauceacademy.com. But Coming back, you know, just a little plug there for you. Um, yeah, so develop your skills that you're good at and look at how you might be able to integrate into the community and bring a, a space or how you might be able to still keep everything connected. That's an important question to ask as well. Um, all right, I think those are the most important questions. You know, I think I said most important in every question, but I really truly believe the most important question is really, are you ready? Are you ready to do the work? And you might not feel ready. It's like you have to be ready to, to start before you're ready. It's like this like, oh man, I'm just fucking done. I'm fucking done living in survival. I'm fucking done caring what everybody thinks about me all the time. I'm fucking done ho- holding these conversations and then walking away feeling like I just shut down half of who I am. Um, you know, I'm fucking done working this, whatever it is, working this job or, you know, feeling this way and I'm just ready to do the work. It has to become like, it has to become such a strong belief for you that you're showing up and you're doing the things, whether you are feeling like you're successful at it or not. Once it starts becoming just a part of your lifestyle, a part of your rhythm, like that's when you're going to start seeing magic happen. That's when you're going to start building trust with people. That's when people are going to be like, oh, this chick is fucking serious, right? 
She's not going anywhere because it's bigger than the paycheck. And she's not paying attention to the paycheck. She's paying attention to her own personal development. She's paying attention to the integrating the products in and, and, and like really living this as a lifestyle and that being her priority and, and sharing that with others. And that's when the magic will really happen. So, and I think that's really the most important question when it comes to like, is overall social selling good for you? Because some people really require like um, a consistent income, like something they can count on, whether they show up 10% or they show up 100% every day. And I think that um, social selling and network marketing is really the great space for people who like jobs where the amount of money they are making is kind of dependent on the amount of energy they give and the amount they show up. Like I love jobs like that. I love before I had like, you know, before I upgraded to doing network marketing, I did things like bartending or serving where I could make tips, right? Because it was like, okay, I can kind of like decide based on how I show up and how I treat people and like the energy I give on like how much money I'm going to make today. I like, I like the opportunity of, infinite growth, open possibility of like, if I give it a hundred percent or if I give it 200%, I'm going to grow. And I, and you know, and I can make more money rather than if I give it 200% today, I'm still going to make the same amount of money as I give 5% tomorrow. And some people like that. Some people are like, Oh, I enjoy being able to kind of like, you know, show up when I want to show up and like how I want to show up and like just knowing I'm going to get the same amount of money either way. And some people really need that in order to like, you know, feel that sense of security and that sense of, um, yeah, stability. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can't do social selling as well, but like there's like different types of people. Like for me, it was like, I'm going cold Turkey. I'm going in, I'm doing this and I'm going to create an income out of it. Like it was like, like I required myself to show up in order to live literally. And I put myself in that position and I kind of thrive off of that. Some people do not thrive off of that. And it kind of like, you know, tosses them into a, you know, I just see them like kind of like knees tight into the belly. Like, oh my God, this is making me sick. The thought of not having something I can count on. So I have people who do this business with me who like also have a full-time or a part-time job and they do this as a side, but they treat it as another full-time or part-time job and they treat it like a real business and they are getting it to a point where they can then quit their full-time job. So that's not, that's probably the smartest way to do it. I definitely do not recommend just quitting your job and going cold turkey if that's not something that is like really like, especially if you have kids and stuff, like I didn't have kids at the time. And so it was different circumstances for me, but that's an important question for social selling because that is like, it, it's like, are you, and also like, are you willing to, you know, like I said before, are you willing to do the work and show up every day and treat this like a business? Can you hold yourself accountable? Can you like really give it the amount of energy and time it's going to need and require? Can you, you know, even if it's messy and even if it's imperfect, like it was super messy for me and it was super imperfect, but I still found the time to give it every single day. I, you know, um, so yeah, that's an important question as well is like, you know, does it fit your lifestyle in that way? Um, and like, are you accountable? Can you be accountable? Can you hold yourself accountable in that way? Um, all right, you guys, I hope this episode was helpful to you. And, um, if it was, I would ask for you to please leave a review of this podcast. It really does mean so much. If you've been like hearing me say that every single episode is because it really matters to me. I really do read every single review. It's also how we get the podcast out there into the world. Um, so if you go to the purple podcast app or the Spotify app and you just go to from anxious to able, click write a review and let us know what you thought about this episode or what you thought about 
the overall podcast if you've been an avid listener. You also can snap a screenshot of this and tag me at your moon mom or tag at from anxious to able on Instagram and let me know what uh, particularly what you gained from this episode. I want to know like what's something you actually took away from this rather than I'm listening to it. It's like tell me, tell people what did you actually gain from this episode so I can I can just kind of get an idea of like was this helpful, you know? Um, All right. I hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye.